And we're back on Nevermate Varsity. My name's Colby. Find me on Twitter at Colby Complains. What's up, everybody? I am David Rivera. You can find me on Twitter at DRivera1222 or, you know, some other place. Yeah. And it is your two-time pod league fantasy football league champion, Maverick. <laughs> is that how you're going to introduce yourself for the next year on this podcast? I might. <laughs> two-time champ. You can find me on Twitter at Heartbreak double underscore kid i don't have a fun introduction i still haven't tweeted in a long time and i'm still aaron are we all i mean aaron you're i'm sure you're having beautiful northern california weather right now but it is uh, 57 degrees and sunny that's beautiful and i'm happy for that for you uh (laughs) I lost power yesterday, but I don't, I think it was indirectly weather related. I think someone hit a pole around us, but I am just glad that I was, I had heat <laughs> yesterday. Uh, David, Matt, how was it for y'all? Nothing crazy. I mean, it, it was a light dusting here and, um, you know, enough to, to create some, some ice outside, but nothing nothing crazy over here nothing that we lost power or anything i'm iced in um it's not it's not extensive it might be one or two inches of ice um so but i'm not going anywhere i've been hibernating in my place for 48 hours very nice i'm glad we are all here safe let's talk about basketball carolina beat georgia tech um, in a game that was not as close as the score indicates. Um, did y'all get a chance to watch this one? I did. I did as well. I watched a little bit of it. And pretty pleased. We've, we've now scrapped up two games in a row against solid opponents, particularly conference opponents. And that pleases me. Just as a, an aside, because I know I'm going to forget later um shout out to leaky black man holding devoe to what how i don't know remember what his final stat line was but way under his average i think he's devoe has averaged like eight and a half points when guarded or i guess playing us i guess not exclusively guarded by leaky black but I think he had two points he was one of five shooting and he had six turnovers yeah so you know great all-around job because he's he's the leading scorer in the in the acc here is he not that's correct. Yeah, so I mean that's great. I think Mav, you were the one that said that Mickey Mouse was was lighting us up, but <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, yeah, Devoe had two points, one for five shooting, zero for two uh, on three pointers. I for one welcome Jordan Usher's transfer next year. Yeah, his, his audition <laughs> was really well, um, and also Hubert Davis particularly point picked him out at the end of the game and said, "I really liked your effort." He mouthed something and it looked like I loved your effort. Um, so it looks like that was the audition tape. Um, evidently, the student section was cheering Princess Leia at the end. <laughs> Quality space buns, though, you know? <laughs> That's a good one. I've, I've seen, I have seen many uh, a space bun in my day, and those, those they were decent. They're, sometimes they're a little lopsided. They were better there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, going back to Leaky, though, I think the, the main thing was. And this was kind of the deal in the first game, just from 
team to team, we just had a, just a sheer size advantage. Their tallest player was six seven, so Leaky was really able to use his length and size to contain DeVoe. Um, and so, as the children say, he understood the assignment and has shut down the ACC's leading scorer in both their matchups. I think they I saw a stat too. This is the first time we've swept Georgia Tech in like six or seven years. Um, Interesting. So there's that too. Like I said, because we always know that it's hard to play in Atlanta. Um, even the best of teams have fallen in Atlanta. But now, like I said, they, they definitely lost talent with um, Jose Alvarado. And then was it Moses um, that was gone? Um, but they're still a good team. They have good players. Uh, Josh Passner, I think, is going to put them in good positions at times. Uh, but it's still a quality win in my book. Uh, speaking of Josh Pastner putting people in good positions, Josh Pastner put us in the final four today. <laughs> During, I, I guess it was like a, a, a coach's press or a coach's conference call. <laughs> I mean, granted, he saw us in probably two of our three best games of the season. So yeah. I guess in his perspective, we do look like a four, final four team. Cancel the season, boys. We made it. I think he also in that same uh, call put Wake Forest in the Elite Eight. So. <laughs> Wait, I thought the ACC was bad. Are we sure he didn't mean that Wake Forest was in the elite eight of the ACC? He said, I can see, or I actually don't have the, the quote in front of me, but he, he, who was the other team? Oh, Notre Dame. He had Notre Dame in the Sweet 16 too. <laughs> so anyway, I, that was a, a good low stress win. Um, I will take that any day. Uh, Mav, the, uh, the ambient lights in the apartment worked again. Uh, green. So I have a TV lights and now I also have like LED lights in the living room and in the bedroom. Um, so one of the lights has to be like bright green for green releases. Green bean. Uh, and uh, it's worked every time I've tried it this season. So, well, we have found our new superstition. Now you can't do it because also we have players like Mondo almost putting up 30 burgers in consecutive games. I know 29 in both in the last two. I think Hubert left him out there a little bit longer to see if he could break 30. Um, I wanted it so bad. I I wanted it so bad. 30 just looks a little sexier than 29. (laughs) But I'm happy about that game. I'm not sure if there's much more we can say about it, but coming up next, uh, depending on when I edit this podcast, um, is Miami on Tuesday at Miami Carolina this Carolina team is playing very very well at home um and not as great on the road I am interested to see what the energy level and the effort level looks like especially on defense against this I think at least cohesive else good and cohesive Miami team I think they're good mm-hmm. I mean Isaiah Wong of course he's probably still up there in terms of one of the better players in the league and such um, and Jim Laranaga is just he picking rolls to death. And so with us just having the switches all the time, we didn't do it as much in the Georgia Tech game, but they're just going to pick and roll us to death. And so we just have to be ready for it. Yeah, this is another team full of 30-year-olds uh, for Jim Laranaga. So uh, whenever he gets that, he tends to make some noise. Um I think the last time they won the ACC. So, 
I will say one before we go on is uh, I wanted to point out other players that I think it was by far the Georgia Tech game was the best defensive effort I saw from Justin McCoy. Yeah, he's uh, just getting so better. It is. And so so I do forget sometimes he's only a sophomore. He's only been playing college basketball for a year. So he's still very much well on his way towards developing. And so I think he made some good strides. Like I said, we're going to need that um, come these games against Miami, against Wake Forest, down the road against Duke and such. Aaron, is that a fish? Yes, it's one of Crouton's toys. He just gave it to me, so I'm going to throw it so he can play fetch. <laughs> I see. Um, also, <laughs> also, RJ Davis came to play. Oh, my God. And I think that it has been night and day what we have seen from him the, the this whole season, but especially these past couple of weeks compared to a year ago. It's just nice seeing three-pointers being shot and feeling good about them going in before they actually go in. Like when I don't, I don't cringe. You when don't yaw, no. I go, no, <laughs> no. It actually, it actually, uh, you know, it's actually kind of funny. Like when RJ takes a three, I feel pretty good. When Caleb Love takes a three, especially if it's off a step back, I just expect it to go in. Like I just, if he's, if he's like getting into a rhythm and like ISOing somebody and steps back into a three, I just assume that it's, it's cash money. Uh, you know, when, um, you know, I don't really believe in Dawson Garcia's three point shot that much, but I know he has the capability. And honestly, Brady Manic is that like streaky shooter that like, Right now, as of right now, I do not trust when he shoots the ball because I, I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm just pessimistic and I just assume he's going to miss. But he's been he's been shooting better recently. So after the Miami game is going to be Wake Forest at Wake Forest, two straight home games for Carolina. They have been frisky to start the season. Uh, I think that they're still maybe like a year away. Steve Forbes seems like a very good coach. Um, that's not to say that Carolina is going to go in and win. They're going to have to fight. This Wake Forest team is going to be, uh, jacked up and ready to play, uh, when, when we visit the Joel, um, the only North Carolina ACC arena I've never been to, even though I lived in Greensboro for the first 18 years of my life. Alondez Williams, I think is very for, I don't get how his game works. Like it looks like he is he he's one of those player players that tries so hard until he's good that he's good and it just feels like it's finally clicked this year. It's like, oh, it's all there. And he just does everything, just filling a stat sheet. And I am very afraid of him. He feels like the the kind that can definitely go supernova on us. It'll be an interesting matchup to say the least. I, again, I, I do like what Forbes done with them so far. Um it's going to be a very difficult stretch. I'm pretty sure we're playing like 10 games or was it six games in 10 days almost too. So this is going to be a pretty brutal stretch. So like I said, if we can just continue to string along games, because it's also the point where the, the, the narrative of this season is that the ACC has been so bad. So it's, it's games where they're not gimmies, but they can very well give you uh, or very well hurt your tournament hopes. So it's like the worst of both worlds. Right. Uh, at the current moment, I'm not super concerned about Carolina making the tournament. I don't think, Mav, I, I'm not saying that you are. Um, but what <laughs> does uh, affect, what what this does affect is seeding. Um, yeah. 
it's not good. It's not the losses that are going to take us out of the tournament field. It's going. It's the losses that bring us to a an eight or nine line instead of a, a five or a four line. So mm. right now, and at least the last time I checked net rate rankings, we we're hovering around thirty in Kimpom. We've sneaked our way up to twenty four. As I'm looking at it right now, the thirteenth uh, most efficient offense in um, in basketball right now, and Defense has moved its way up to 73rd. So <laughs> we are also number one in defensive efficiency in conference play. Yeah. And number two in offense. So, we'll and also that. beyond NCAA tournament seeding, I think that these are the types of games that maybe even more importantly affect ACC tournament seeding. Mm hmm. I I saw I'm already seeing the stupid takes the like the the Jeff Goodman tweet where it was like UNC is on the right side of the bubble as of right now, but not for you know not by that much. And I was like, really, the bubble? No, where there's if if the season ended today, I am not worried whatsoever that we are making the tournament. Like that's not a, that's not something that's cross that's even crossed my mind. I saw another person tweet that we had to be Duke once this year to make the tournament. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I don't life. even think that's true. No, I don't think it's true at all. I really don't. They're like, the ACC is so bad. You got to beat Duke at least once. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. The thing that's going to help us is that a lot of teams in the ACC, their win loss is not, a, is not um, quite matched with their, their like efficiency stats. Like Virginia Tech, who I think has only won one ACC game, is still pretty high in Kim Palm. Um, so games against teams like that are going to be the ones that help us this year. Um, but the ACC definitely is not doing us any favors. Yeah, I'm pretty sure our only quad one games left are against Duke. Yep. And so we we alluded to it earlier, at least just because of Armando's performance. Now the, the talking point that's come up is, is Armando squarely in the uh, player of the year conversation for the ACC? Um, there's a lot of folks that said Paolo is probably the person to beat right now. You could even argue like Alondis Williams, Isaiah Wong, um, Michael or DeVoe when he's not playing UNC. And so that's definitely sparked some debate. I I think that if you aren't discussing Armando Baycott in the ACC Player of the Year um, co race competition, um, then you're not being honest with, with yourself. Or at least you're not watching Carolina, which is, you know, um, national media tends to focus on uh, one of the teams in the triangle more than the other and definitely more than the other other uh, <laughs> yeah. so, I, I i don't know armando's playing out of his mind right now so i don't know february 5th is going to be very interesting and he honestly should get every bit of opportunity to play out of his mind for the foreseeable future because yeah. it doesn't look like there's going to be many people that can stop him i don't think so he, that mark williams uh matchup is going to be whew, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So as we are recording, it is Monday right now. So we have gotten through almost all of the terrible slate of wild card games that the NFL gave us. Uh, I personally feel like seven teams are too many for the playoffs. What do y'all think? Seven teams per conference. 
I, I mean, think maybe when f- you think that the the seventh seed is has is winless so far in the playoffs. That's true, but and I guess this goes directly against my thoughts with college football, but not really. I think more football is never a bad thing. But I don't think it goes against my opinion for college football because those games are happening, whether it's a playoff game or a bowl game. Yeah, I mean, as the on the other hand, as representative as one of one of the one seed teams, I appreciate this new format that we get the extra week off to recruit possible injuries just in case, you know, your generational running back was coming off injury. Well, y'all wouldn't be playing either way. It's just yeah. whether there's one extra team not playing, whether the no. ex- there is an extra game or another team not playing. OK, I, I understand what you're saying now. Um, I don't know. That is such a huge advantage to the to the one C. That is a gigantic advantage. I pr- personally prefer there to be two teams that have that advantage, so it's not as lopsided. Uh, but that might just be me. You know what I've got to say? If you don't like it, be better. Win more games. Fair enough. But that, but don't also have don't also make me watch the freaking Steelers. <laughs> That's what I'm upset about. Well, I'm upset about having well, to watch the the eat. We wouldn't have had to have watched the Steelers if the Raiders had just nailed the ball, and I think Karma came right back around and got him. <laughs> yeah, true. There we go. That's the take. That's the take for sure. Uh, so the. Bengals Raiders game was drunk a little bit. The Cowboys Niners game was wasted. It was stumbling <laughs> down Franklin Street. It was it was I had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard at the end of that game. My dad called me. He FaceTimed me just because he was laughing so much after that game. That was I've never seen anything like that. Just the entire second. I've never seen a team fake a punt, have the fake punt be successful, and then the offense is nowhere to be found. The Buck or not the Bucks, the Niners actually sub their defense on in time. Uh, but they're lined up against a punt team that is still on the field until 15 seconds left on the play clock. And then they try to substitute. And then the ref stands over the ball to let the other team substitute, which they take their sweet time doing. And then it ends up in a delay of game. I've never seen that sequence of events happen. But it made me happy. So I'll gladly watch that over and over again. <laughs> I just have so many questions. <laughs> for many people, but especially for Mike McCarthy. 14 penalties. From the they got two defensive holding calls on the D-line. <laughs> not good. Uh not to mention the um the most Phil Longo call I've ever seen in the NFL game calling a QB draw without any timeouts. <laughs> And running out of time to yeah, strike the that, ball. That, I think that's the most egregious call out of anything. And I will agree with you, Colby. The refs did not screw them on that one. I do think they screwed them on the play after the fake punt, though, because the umpire stood over the ball for like 10 seconds. 
But the, why is your punt team still on the field? Why up agree. ready to run? I they agree. Look like they're I, ready to run something. I also do think, even though I, I, I don't think that the refs screwed the Cowboys on the yeah. last play of the game, I do think that the ref could have done a lot better of a job, or the umpire could have done a lot better of a job spotting the ball because he was not prepared took about five seconds to get there and then spotted it back and forth twice. <laughs> Aaron, what it, they tried to spot the ball themselves. <laughs> they I mean, said, yes, no, no, I, no, I, we I, got I, it. I, I agree. <laughs> that was wrong, but I'm saying that doesn't excuse the ref taking an entire commercial break to spot the dang ball. While also tackling Dak Prescott and the center in the process. Yes, ex- exactly. <laughs> incredible oh i love it it's the best thing i love it so much um but yeah mav how are you feeling about next week um do you know who y'all have yet i guess so so what who do who do y'all have next week we're playing the Bengals, and we play we play we were going to play whoever the lowest seed that came out of this weekend um so it would have been pittsburgh had they won or the raiders if they beat the Bengals. um and so, um, I mean, I th- I would have preferred to have played the Raiders. I think their defense is a little bit more porous than the Bengals was. But now, uh, while Cincinnati came out with the win, they also they definitely had some cost there. Basically, their star defensive tackle Larry Ogunjobi went out. I think he had a foot injury. The one he got carted off, um, and then Trey Hendrickson, one of their defensive ends, has a possible concussion. Um, so their defensive line could very well have some holes in it going into the game. And so with Derrick Henry's return um, and the, probably the freshest he's been in his NFL career, um, they're definitely going to hit those gaps. And so I think the biggest thing is I feel like Joe Burrow has definitely stepped up his game. He's definitely entered a, a higher echelon of quarterback play. And so he's going to have his opportunities um, especially with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins throwing the ball down the field. We do have a, an improved secondary from last year. Um, and I feel like Brables is definitely one of those coaches. He, he's definitely going to uh, take that Belichick style of playoff defense of we're, we're going to shut down your best option. We already have a strong run defense. Um, and so if we just commit to shutting down Jamar Chase, Burrow's not going to have as many options. And so, we have to trust our defensive line, which I would say top to bottom is our, our greatest unit on the team um, to get to the passer, which the Raiders did uh, fairly frequently. Um, so I, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be cl- it, it will definitely be closer than this slate of games this past weekend. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely a toss up. I mean, if Joe Burrow just comes out on fire and if we get behind, we're not always we, we definitely have the capacity to come back and just grit out close games and not say I want that to happen. And so hopefully maybe the home field advantage will help carry that or at least mitigate any type of runs that the Bengals could make. I am firmly on team fun football for the rest of the playoffs. And I think both the Bengals and the Titans are fun, especially if Derrick Henry is back. So I do and not care who wins that game. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if the Bengals beat us, that's probably who I'm cheering for for the rest of the playoffs. They're fun. They are so fun to watch. So um, I will. I mean, the biggest thing is that we dodged having to play 
uh, or we made Kansas City and uh, the Bills play each other before we would have to even get to them. So we'll let them fight each other first, and then we just get them the next week. So let's do this. Um, this y'all will know the whoever won this game um, because you know this probably won't be out before tonight. But uh, Cardinals Rams, who you got, David? I feel like I'm not gonna. I feel like I'm gonna. I'm gonna offend a certain friend. <laughs> but I honestly, man, I think Rams. I don't think the Cardinals have played. I don't think they've played very well at all in the last couple of weeks um, to end the season. Now they could turn around for the playoffs. You know, I'm not going to say that they can't, but until I see it, uh, they have played atrociously <laughs> to say the least. I think they started what six and zero, seven and zero, and it's been bad times since that. <laughs> Aaron. I think the Rams and I think the Rams are going to kill him. I think Kyler stinks. I think that for all the Baker haters, <laughs> Kyler is worse than Baker. What? And he's going to throw three picks tonight. I actually do genuinely think Kyler stinks. He has been garbage for <laughs> yeah. the past month. I mean, okay. I, I personally definitely agree with the fact, like whatever momentum the Cardinals had to start the year, it's all but gone. Um, on the other hand, don't underestimate the ability for Matt Stafford to Matt Stafford um, and give the Cardinals a chance. I think it'll be a close game, but I'll, I think I will go with the Rams. I cannot in good faith uh, pick a team that lost to the Panthers. So <laughs> I am going to take the Rams. <laughs> All right. So uh, Bengals, Titans, Mav, I, I'm not going to make you pick this game, uh, but... David, who you got? I'll 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 take my my headphones off or mute it so I can't <laughs> hear it. I won't, I won't retort any of your decisions. Well, and listen, this this is like this is not by no means like a like oh this is obvious. Like I think this is a tough game to pick. One because I guess me personally because I actually really do like Joe Burrow, uh, but I I do also enjoy watching the Titans, and I, you know I got a friend that likes the Titans, so it's kind of you know. Uh, hard to pick against them that's tough um uh i don't know maverick how much do you believe in your defense i mean it, it's it's drastically improved from last year that's true um, again our defensive line it might be one of the best units in the league this year it's top five i would say um mm-hmm. and that's both defense and pass defense mm-hmm. so I'll, we're we're going to create pressure regardless. Right, right, right. Joe Burrow might very well escape the pocket and make solid passes because he has Jamar Chase running down the field. But we're I think we're going to create pressure without issue. By the way, speaking of Jamar Chase, y'all remember when the narrative surrounding him was that he couldn't catch? In the, pre- fair, in the preseason, he said it was a lot harder to catch because the ball doesn't have the white lines on it. <laughs> That's probably a real. That's probably a real thing. I I, I, I think got over it in a day. (laughs) (laughs) I think he turned out. I think he turned out okay. Um, I'll go Titans. I'll go Titans. I think the 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 experience and the 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 hard nosed grit of a Tennessee Titans team will will outlast the 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 heavy hitting Bengals offense. I am going to take the 
Titans. I think the Titans are just a better team. Um, but I won't be mad no matter which one of these teams win. Aaron, did I, did I call on you yet? You have not. Okay, go ahead. I am completely unbiased because I hate the Bengals, but I have Joe Mixon on my playoff fantasy team. And I also have Evan McPherson. Um, I don't know. My gut says the Bengals. I think they've been playing really well recently. I think that their offense is unbelievable. Um, Burrow has been playing like Brett Favre, and I am here for it. Uh, we the Niners continue their trek down the classic NFC uh, matchups of old against the Packers on Saturday night. I am taking the Packers big. I don't think the Niners are good, <laughs> so I, I think I think the Packers are going to destroy them. Mav, what say you? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, yeah, the the road ends for Jimmy G <laughs> in Green Bay. Aaron. I don't know if I would say that they're bad. I just think that like about half of the teams in the NFL this year, it is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Shanahan situation. <laughs> um, and I think that this week we are going to get, I don't know which one's the bad one. I'm going to say Mr. Shanahan, but yeah, we're not going to get the good Niners this week and they're going to lose. I think it's Mr. Shanahan just a bad one. Yeah. yeah. We're getting Mr. Shanahan this week. I, I think that, Everyone got the point of my bad joke. Fun fact, there is a there is a pub near my house that is the Jekyll and Hyde pub. Uh, oh, I drove past it uh, when, I, when I came by your house, yeah. It's pretty good, actually. I was curious about it. <laughs> I was like, huh, that looks like, a, that looks like an interesting spot. Like um, themed. I keep forgetting. I should just stick to the same order. David, I ask you <laughs> which one uh for did you ask me Niners Packers oh Niners Packers um I am gonna say pretty confidently Packers um just because like at this point does anybody actually believe in Jimmy Garoppolo no and with Nick Bosa going out with a head injury right I think it was I always get TJ Watt and Nick Bosa mixed up I think it was Nick Bosa who had to leave with a head injury um, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. But like I, Debo Samuel and Brendan, I, 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 really, really good yeah. are really, really good, but they are also getting thrown to by a quarterback trash fire. So <laughs> a really handsome trash fire, but still a trash fire, a, a decently handsome trash fire. <laughs> when I was, when I was in Vegas, all he month, has, <laughs> When I was in Vegas last month, my Uber driver called him Jimmy GQ, and I have not called him anything since. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bills, Chiefs, Aaron. I'll take the Chiefs. I think that both of these teams' offenses have been playing amazing, but I think that the Chiefs' offense is amazinger. And I think that it's going to be a high-scoring game. But if I had to pick one team out of them to score... I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Mav. Is, does anyone know what the over-under for points is? Because if it's 100, I'm going over. <laughs> uh, I don't think that they've released the line yet, but I would guess that the over-under is probably going to be... See how close 66. 55. Wow. Oh, give me the over. 
Get over. I, I might have over. to make some calls. <laughs> um, please oh, take find your guy if you need. Make some money. <laughs> take the over. Because um, they both look like buzz saws. To be fair, though, I did say that betting on Alabama against Georgia was free money. And we saw how that ended up. And like I said, I know that the result can be very well different from the AFC championship game. I think honestly, the way that they're playing right now just continues to shock me that we beat these teams. Um, one on the last minute defensive line stand, the other held the Chiefs scoreless except for a field goal. Touchdownless. So it's impressive. Uh, David. Chiefs. Nice and easy. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I want to go. I'm going to go Bills. I think Josh Allen's it, his time has come. I think they're going to get an upset over Kansas City. I am going to take Patrick Mahomes and late season spags. Um, but also over 55 points. Uh, yeah. And let's see. The last one is whoever wins tonight against the Bucks. Um, and I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of different things to ask. So I'm not going to ask that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> seems seems complicated so i i'm just going to not do that all right anything else or are you going to get out of here i haven't had lunch so i prefer to, <laughs> to get out of here thank you for moving to two because i i went to go pick up chipotle so i gave you time to to pick it up and eat oh uh, we we were considering chipotle i don't think we're gonna get chipotle though are we gonna get chipotle <laughs> that's a no <laughs> that's a no in wife speak. <laughs> that's an I don't think so. All right. Yeah. We aren't getting Chipotle. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Question mark. Sure. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>